Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. What up, beautiful people? It's July 2nd. That is, what is it, Thursday? It is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, July 2nd. And this is Wait, the... Wait, it's Thursday. Is it Thursday? Thursday? I think it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, but that's what happens when all the days are blending together. Right? Yes. Right, so um, I'm excited to announce that Super Funny Comedy Club is going to regularly be having podcasts explaining who's coming and just having fun. And I want to introduce you to the two voices that will comprise the show. Uh, To my immediate left is uh, Ayano. Hello, how's it going, everyone? That's fantastic. And then to her left is Joy. Hey, everybody. You know who I am. So we don't have to go into just details. They know who you they are? They know. Like, <laughs> it's my city, know. right? They do. So what about all the people who don't know okay, either of you? Okay, for those that don't know, brace yourself. <laughs> we are going to have a loving time for however long we can get this to keep going. Yeah, it's just going to go. It's going to go. Yeah, and so, um, Ayanu, how, can they, how, do they, how do they know you or should they know you? That's a loaded question. Um Ooh. I'm an audio engineer. Um, I've been working with Nate doing these podcasts. Um, I'm from the area of Tacoma. Um, grew up here, and I, like this community means a lot to me. So this is why I'm doing the work here. That's wonderful. So for those of you who are tuned in and wondering, well, what is this or what is this gonna be? Uh, this is gonna be an outlet. This is gonna be an outlet for funny. You're gonna find out who the headliners are coming. You'll hear bits from stand up. Stand-up comedians, um, we're going to talk about the news and what's popping. Uh, we're just going to keep it fresh. That's what it is. It's going to yeah. be an outlet for our yes, own creativity sir. and uh, for your enjoyment. So we want you to tune in, tune in as often as possible and make sure. Matter of fact, just don't miss an episode. Right. We're <laughs> going to make that? it so Listen they can call everyone. in too, right? So like we can hear from people and they can ask us questions or talk to us about whoever's coming, that kind of fun thing. Yes. Um, we can do interviews and all of that. Yeah, so we have the magic of that. But as far as this being a live show and somebody calling me, you say, call in to 1-800. We won't be able to do that. Um, I have done that in the past with Skype numbers. But for this, I just want us to put them in the can and and release them so that we can live our lives to the fullest while there's a full schedule of things going on. Down. So, um, yeah, with that said, first announcement is that Tommy Davidson from In Living Color and BAPS and so much more stuff. He's now a nationally best-selling author. Uh, he'll be here July 16th through the 18th doing five shows. One Thursday, two Saturday, and two Friday. I don't know why I said it in that order. <laughs> but he'll be here no doing five shows. like doing life linearly right now. Like, we're all over the place. All over. They say time is a concept. Well. It is. I want people to come to, be true. come to all of the shows, regardless <laughs> of uh, the order that I put it in. How about that? <laughs> Just check the Instagram for solid dates. So if you're ever questioning what we're doing, uh, we definitely have an Instagram for the show. So all the correct days will be on there. We do. So the Instagram is at Super Funny Comedy Club. And the website, which has thousands of hours of time put into it already, is superfunnycomedyclub.com. And tickets are already on sale. Opening weekend is sold out. And I'm proud to announce that DC Young Fly sold out over 200 tickets in one day. So it's probably going to be sold out in two or three days. It would have probably sold out in one day, but they had a, the site went under maintenance for like seven hours. You guys crashed it. Right? Like the city broke it. Yeah. Scouters and fans. We love you. So for those of you who don't know Tommy Davidson. Because everyone is not like 85, 88 year born. They're like millennials <laughs> and Gen Zers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But Who the thing he? that's cool about Tommy Davidson is that he's actually been timeless. Like every 
two years, yeah. he has yeah. something that yeah. spikes him for everyone to be like, oh, that was, oh Tommy still got it. Babs is one of those, like, you have to watch it in order for you to go through the black experience. It's just everything everybody knows. Mm. It's like, you know how he was doing her thing. It's on the shelf next to what other movies? <sighs> for Babs? Okay. If you're going to watch Friday, then you got to watch Babs. Okay. If you're going to watch Money Talks, you're going to watch Babs. And Soul Plane. Okay. <laughs> See, there's already a trend here. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to just stick with comedy. There's tons of movies. But it came out during that era where, like, black comedy was a thing. Yeah, Tommy's a star, man. He was also in... Uh, in Living Color. Yeah, he was in Living Color. And he has so many classic characters. He has a phenomenal uh, Sylvester Stallone impersonation. He has a great uh sammy davis jr impression that you didn't even know you needed until he does it <laughs> he has two of them actually so he can do one version of sammy davis arguing with the other version of sammy davis he's a genius and he uh uh, I learned a lot about timing and comedy from Tommy because Tommy was the first person who actually broke down the science of the cadence and timing uh for a stand-up in regards to like when you say a joke and when when the wave hits the audience and it's it's an ebb and it's a flow and I can't remember what interview he was on but he was like man that thing was waving and he kept doing this with his hands and I was like oh my god that's it that is and it. then from then on I was like I will never not ride that wave because you got to imagine uh, if you're if you're going out to to say surf right like you see the waves coming so you 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 get ready for it so that you can mm -hmm. go over. So the timing is very important when you go out because if you get off cadence, you can splash wrong. Right. We've all been to comedy shows where people it just the joke just didn't hit us, right? You didn't just capture us <laughs> mm -hmm. in the wave that moment, and you're just like scatter laughs. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, it's, it's super important because like you, if you say your setup at the wrong time, then you just said it while people are laughing and they didn't hear it. They, they didn't even catch your own. Your setup just went over their heads, or your punchlines are coming at odd times, or your your uh, your tags to jokes aren't hitting right. Like you can say a setup punchline everyone's laughing then you hit them with a tag you get a new laugh hit them with a tag you get a new laugh hit them with a tag you get a new laugh switch it up hit them with a tag Whoosh, those are the waves but if you get off that cadence it's hard to break down the science of it but it just feels odd you're like what this guy has a weird timing like you just miss it <laughs> yes and so uh tommy davidson was the one that um that showed me that as far as um where people most recently probably saw him crushing was um shaquille o'neal all-star um, presents All Star Comedy presents, and I have a clip of him that I want to play for y'all, so y'all can uh, embrace Tommy Davidson, who will be at the Super Funny Comedy Club July 16th through the 18th. So uh, here's that clip. Yeah, been in the grocery store. You walking down the grocery aisle, you see a white woman talking into a baby carriage, like whatever sitting there got to be about 40. <laughs> you scared to walk down the fucking grocery aisle? She talking into the baby carriage. Look at me now. Look at me now. When we left the car, did we or did we not have an agreement? What the fuck is in there? Who the fuck is that, Coado? I wish we had an opportunity to have an agreement in my house. Shit! You better watch out for the phantom smack. That shit was invisible and light speed. You don't even know we're gonna lead to a smack. My mother, give your ass a trick question. Give me that remote. <laughs> Boy, give me that remote. My dog be like, oh, oh. I tell you, keep your hands off that fucking remote. My mother used to smack our ass so fast, we didn't even know who was smacked till somebody started crying. 
We had to look at each other after we heard the noise. <laughs> the only way you know is you, everybody looking like you're like, woo! Tommy Davidson, huh? Incredibly talented, and he will be here July 16th through the 18th. Did y'all get spankings growing up? I think CPS would have probably been called if they knew what we were doing. Straight up? Yeah, like, you know, people were like, oh, I got whooped with a belt. Yeah. Yeah, My mom invented the wet wooden spoon with a hole in it. Yeah, see, so. I didn't get that, but my dad did, and he, like. Wait, wait, wait. So she would wet the spoon before popping you with it? Oh, let me tell you how methodical my mother was she put it in the dishwasher on the hot wash for about five ten minutes take it out and it wasn't just me I thought I made this stuff up in my head and when I asked my cousins they were like no she'd make us like lay down on the bunk beds like ass up facing the pillow and then we'd be spanked and I, I thought I made this up but I thought like this oh was my a gosh. thing yeah so I'm better for it wet spoon with the hole in it you so know the pasta, spoon. Yes. the pasta spoon yes the pasta one serving one ass whooping her kid, yeah. Yeah, no matter what happened. Uh, you we got flicked. Y'all get flicked in the mouth. Mm-mm. Yeah, I go smart mouthed. And Wait, that would you got kinda, like in the lips. Yeah, like you'd be talking and be. That's probably why my bottom one's bigger than my top. <laughs> well, if we're talking bottom lips, I think I got a crown on over here. My top lip ain't shit. Can we just talk about it? I gotta kiss women upside down like Spider Man. Just give them the you know the <laughs> the little duck lips. They'll they'll feel it. But huh. yeah, I used to just be like. Talking back or saying something smart in my breath, and I turn around and it'd be like right in the mouth. Yeah, Dang. I don't yeah. know if I got the that, got that. I got like spanked, but my dad like he got spanked pretty bad with belt switch everything. Mm-hmm. But like he was like more like I don't want to give y'all that because it hurt me. Yeah, but like there were times where we would you know just like a spanking here and there and like a belt a few times, but. And I got like, tap tap stick because I got a daughter, so we use a fly swatter. Whenever she tries oh, me, yeah, I'm just yeah. like, you know, yeah, little, yeah, 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 little, yeah, little nudge, yeah, yeah, a little attitude check. Yeah, fly, a fly swatter. Yeah, it's a hot pink one, and she knows it's a the tap tap stick. <laughs> so, like, what if you were okay? So you're disciplining your child, yeah. and there's a fly in the room. Are you popping them both with it, or is there like a different one for fly? So, as far as the flies, I have a screen. Why <laughs> <laughs> I have a screen, okay. and then we I have bug spray because I just I'm not gonna wait and chase them around. So no, it's it's strictly for tap taps, tap taps, and tap, that's what you call you want tap tap. Yeah, you want a tap tap. Yeah, she clean up real quick. Huh? Mm-hmm. I wish I had some <laughs> cute little way to refer to a whooping growing up. You want tap tap? No, my dad was like, you want knock the fuck out, <laughs> huh? You want to knock the fuck out? You gonna take the air out your lungs? <laughs> right. Like, tap no. tap. <laughs> we had thump thump and bang bang. <laughs> oh my god. Nah, See? but this is the thing, like. We all we all got a little uh, uh, melanin here, and um, culturally, uh, you know, there's whoopings and spankings. Yeah. Beatings are different. That's when you get. That's when it's like, okay, mommy, you went too far. Right. Yeah. I will say my mom's white, so she definitely had some uh, influence in her spankings, that mm. freestyle. Yeah. You didn't have time out. <laughs> time, no, I was grounded for like a year, so that was a thing when I got older. She was just like, you can't leave your room. Uh, How do you get grounded I, for a year? First. There's That's bad time. Um, you know the streetlights. You, you know how many times home I before they came on. Yeah, like I'm just yeah. I have bad timing. You see, I was like 15 she minutes. She was like, "You want to be fast? Yeah, Stay inside for a right? year." Right, and then it didn't help because I lived on the first floor of our house, so I would just leave out the window anyways. As oh, long as I was yeah, back yeah, in the house yeah. before she woke up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm yeah. snitching on myself now, but I mean, what is she gonna do? I'm grown, so. Right. <laughs> 
You all the way grown. Right. Somebody's <laughs> mama. I wish my daughter would. She gonna get that tap tap stick early. <laughs> All right, look, we're going to pay some bills right quick, and then we come back, we're going to talk about what's going on in the news. Let's get it. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network. It's tea time. And no, I'm not talking about golf or clocks. I'm talking about the spice, T-H-Y-M-E. Highly decorated Chef Chantel Jackson has a line of 100% organic, vegan, and delicious thyme-infused herbal teas. Thyme has health benefits for your heart and gut, helping you with indigestion. For your blood sugar, helping you with diabetes and lowering your cholesterol. There's no sugar added. There's no sugar. It's actually sweetened with maple bits. And she has five delicious flavors. Apple mint thyme, super fruit thyme, black thyme, peachy thyme, and chocolate thyme. That's my favorite. That's the one that's thyme-infused herbs and cocoa. What you need to do is go to timewellspentinc.com. That's T-H-Y-M-E, wellspentinc.com, and set your tea time today. Boom. Time well spent by Chef Chantel Jackson. It's a phenomenal tea. And I, I know mm-hmm. in the ads you heard that it was delicious. And I'll say it like this. When you watch the news or you hear, when you hear radio, morning radio, they do live reads and they like try to sell you a mattress. I slept on it last night. No, they didn't. <laughs> I legitimately had Chef Chantel Jackson's tea and was like, I'm going to tell the world about this. It so sounded really good. good. The maple bits had me. The maple bits got yes. you? Yes. The maple bits, the maple bits were fire. You can't, you really can't tell. Like in real life, there's just no way to, it, it still tastes delicious. It still tastes sweet. And, and so then your brain is tricked into, oh, this is, this is bad for me. Right. In reality, oh, it ain't hurting yeah. you. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best type of food. The stuff that's like. It makes you feel guilty, but you have nothing to be guilty about. Yeah, it's the best. So let's move on to what's going on. And let's just stutter a lot. That's an option, too. (laughs) It's our first episode. We're allowed to. Let's move on to what's going on in the news. Um, I saw a thing on Twitter this morning. I was like half asleep, you know, just scrolling through my timeline. And morning religion. Yeah, right. And like newspaper. And I saw a report about, and I thought it was like one of those like fever dreams where I was like, what the hell? But I was like reading it and it said that a group of, uh, what was it, Alabama students Mm-mm. at, where was it? I forgot what university it was, but it's one of the big universities down there. Mm-hmm. They were throwing these parties and throwing money like into a jar as like a bet to see who would get coronavirus first. Wait. So they like per- brought like, an infected person to the party. I think, I don't know. They didn't say that in the article, but... I think just in general, like Alabama's coronavirus cases have been going up and up and there's like 900 fatalities or so. So it's, it's getting worse. But these people were just like throwing parties and they were like just inviting people with with. I don't know if like it was they like brought someone, you know, like be like, hey, come. But there were some people there who knew that they had coronavirus and still went. So I think it's kind of like a guessing game. But there's also people who deliberate deliberately went and so they had it and they went to the party yeah let me see who's gonna get so they like gambling like hey let's take a bet yeah nate yeah joy's got corona Mm -hmm. who's gonna get it first (laughs) and then whoever would get it would get all the money in that pot now have you ever been to a party where you're like yo this is different than what i thought it was gonna be yes what if you went to this party (laughs) that was gonna be big lit yeah you're just kicking it you're like oh there's hella people going to that house it sounds lit let's go and they in there coughing I would be sick. No mask. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. Not pun intended. I, I mean, so I feel upset. like the the pox moms, I don't know if you guys know this, but 
back when we were younger and we mm-hmm. all had the chicken pox, there was always like that neighborhood mom that called the other moms like, hey, my kid got chicken pox. Let's just all expose our kids at the same time so they can get immunity. This was a big thing. This was before the vaccination. Huh. Yeah. So I think if they knew that they could come up on money, like, hey, let's bring my little four-year-old and see which one of your four-year-olds will get the chicken pox. Bet's $50 to start. I think moms would be loaded right now. I think I didn't even know that they were doing that. Yeah, I didn't know either. It's a whole thing. So yeah. here's the thing, man. I had somebody ask me. They're like, yo, Nate, what is Super Funny Comedy Club doing for, you know, for the virus, for corona? And so I wanted to say it in one place at one time so people can feel comfortable with coming here. But uh, first things first that we've taken into consideration is our HVAC, which is the air conditioning system, is going to be not on a recirculating air program. So the same air in the room is not just going to keep on recycling, which is most people's concern for flying because you're in a cabin with the same air. Two, we have a different entrance than exit. So if you've already come to the show, you don't have to walk past a whole new set of people and intermingle and worry about that. Three, we have all plasticware for our... uh, Food for uh, food is plasticware, like knives, forks, and the little plastic containers. So you get your own thing one to use. Use one use, yeah. And then also the uh, all the containers that the food come in are like baskets with the paper in them, so that you don't have to worry about that. Then as far as the glassware, we have enough glassware for five times as many people who will be attending shows. Oh, so nice. um, and we have two industrial strength washers by SureClean that get everything clean. Uh, we have our own staff that clean in between, uh, excuse me, before and in between shows and then after shows. And then in the wee hours of the morning, we have a third-party cleaning company that comes and cleans every night so that we're back to spick and span and the restrooms are all stocked up and we're back at at zero. Um, Our employees will be temperature checked and they will also be, uh, they have to wear masks and we'll follow Governor Inslee's guidelines and the Department of Health guidelines for whether or not the patrons of the club have to wear masks right now. I saw the signs. They're supposed to. Them if they don't have them. Right, but the thing is, um, it's like if you're in a restaurant and you're eating, then you don't have to be wearing a mask. So right. I don't know if that oh, applies right, yeah. for this, but I'd imagine if you don't have food in front of you, it would make sense, like you know, to wear mask, a mask. Please, yeah. yeah. And there'll be jokes said about it so that people understand. You know, please don't yeah. choke on your laughter. Put your trying to put your mask on. Right, especially right. if you got one of them old Uncle Wheezy lab. <laughs> <laughs> You can mess around and get somebody sick off of <laughs> and we don't want that. Um, so, yeah, we have quite a few things that we're doing. And then um, we are on the same property of the Holiday Inn uh, over here, and we are not connected to them through vent, hallway, screw, it's light bulb, separated. completely light separated, bulb. parking lot separated and everything by a fence and all of that. So we're doing our things to, keep, to, um, to make sure that this is a place of joy and you don't leave here with more than positive Fun, uplifting memories. And not positive test results for COVID. That's what we don't want. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then uh, just on your own, hey, encouraging you to get tested. That way you know what's going on with and you. And wash your hands. Please. A whole lot, man. Yes. And here's the thing, man. There's, they're talking about a second wave. So I feel like people need to be washing their hands every 15 minutes max. Yeah. You're just touching things naturally. People right. touch stuff and then they don't even realize their eye itches. Like I saw the lady yeah. reading at the podium. And for the government, she's reading the recommendations for hand washing and then licks her finger to turn the page. Like, lady, Ew. like you're the one telling us what to do. 
I literally stopped bagging my groceries in plastic because I could not get the plastic off without like doing the lick or putting my hand. Oh, to separate them? Yes. So now I'm like paper only and I feel so bad, but it is what it is. Yeah. So what else is in the news? The national anthem is now being changed to the black national anthem to be played at the beginning of the games. So I just want to give time for everyone else's thoughts and opinions on this. Well, here's the thing, because I saw the story, right? And so they're not changing it. Right. It's an addendum to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like uh, the Black National Anthem plays and then the Star Spangled Banner National Anthem plays. So mm-hmm. it'll go lift every voice and sing and then all the players will then take a knee and then the Star Spangled Banner will play. I don't know if they'll take a knee, but I'd imagine. What if all the white people start taking knees? It's about time. Drew Brees better be on a knee. I know that. No, I meant like taking a knee during the They're, Black National Anthem. Look. Ooh, that's a problem. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, 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 don't get down now. No, Trevor, get up. <laughs> Wrong knee. Well, just to let you know, this is like two Americas to me. If we're playing both, essentially, then they're recognizing that there is a different, how do I say? There's a different demographic for each of those anthems, right? Mm. Like yeah. our freedom and then everyone else's freedom. Yeah. So it's just interesting that, I mean, they're, they're keeping both, which is like, NASCAR saying, hey, we're going to do the American flag, but we're going to also do the Confederate flag. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do both. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And NASCAR got rid of the Confederate flag, which Thank is God. own set of concerns people had. And then here's the thing. Uh, I think it's safe to say the NFL is making quite a bit of money off of African-American athletes. I mean, I'd yes. love to see what they could do without them. Like if every black athlete just decided, I don't want to play. Oh, you can go back and look. They had it before black people were in there. Everybody's wearing leather helmets and yeah. a bunch of flea I would like flickers. to see it now. Like, I just, how successful I certain quarterbacks I, would be without. I think mm. I saw someone, some athlete who, I don't remember what sport it was either, but they were like, if we as black athletes, like, took a, you know, step away from the field, the court, whatever, like, imagine how, like, much of an impact that would be because they're making, like you said, they're making so much money off of black people and, like, if they were just a step away, same with like the music industry, like to me, it's modern, modern day slavery. Like, I mean, I've, it, well, a like prison another, system is that, but I would say too, this, yeah. there's a whole bunch of like, I don't think it's not about drawing a line down the middle. Cause there's cool people of all nationalities right. that get mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if everybody who was with the movement was like, I'm not playing. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't just be black people. Black people. Mm-hmm. It would you be look a over lot and see of a lot of white superstars yeah, over right. there. You see a lot mm-hmm. of coaches that were like, nah, man, I can't get down that way. Yeah. You know? And so this isn't about drawing the line between the two, but I just think it's interesting that the NFL is taking that stance. Mm-hmm. The NFL they took particularly stance with after, Colin already. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is just like it's kind of putting a band-aid over a bullet wound. Yes. We're still bleeding yes. out. And there are things that you could retroactively still do. Colin mm-hmm. is a still looking for a things. football job mm-hmm. and you can hire him. Um, but instead, it's kind of like the shell game where we'll give you something, but it's not going to be what you want. Mm-hmm. So the national anthem is only for the, um, the games of week one also. So it's not yeah, all it's not always. like 18 or whatever weeks it is. It's mm-hmm. just one week. So it's kind of like the Super Bowl. Yeah. So it's like here, we'll give you this and then y'all need to shut up. Like it, that's how it seems like kind of a slap to the face. But, I would not be surprised you know, if it like, yo, why did we do that for one week? Right. And then yeah. we kept doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But here's the thing. I didn't want to turn this into like the woke 
um, <laughs> Black Lives Matter episode of this because, as you all know, the Super Funny Comedy Club is open for everybody to come and consume comedy from some of the strongest comics in the country, if not all of the strongest comics in the country. And I don't want anybody to think that there's some type of uh, divide about where you're supposed to go because I'm bus- I am booking Super Funny. I'm not booking super black. I'm just letting you know for the (laughs) listeners listening, you're more than welcome to come to the club no matter what your disposition is, no matter what your melanation level is. You just have to laugh (laughs) or be funny. If you like to laugh, this is is what we're going for. We're going for, I literally have booked the funniest people in America and will continue to do so. And the other thing that I wanted to say was there's there's not a direct correlation between how much somebody uh, gets paid or followers or fame level to what determines somebody who's funny. I know some of the funniest people in the country and they may not have had a TV credit in three years, but if they take the mic on this stage, you'll never forget them. (laughs) And so what I've done is found acts like that. So what I would hope to build here is a culture to where people come and they, they get familiar with people when they see them on the website, they'll then go do their research. They'll look up who's coming because they might not know. Like we have DC Young Fly booked, like I mentioned before, he sold a ton of tickets. But now we also have Amir K booked. He has a great following, but I want the people to come here to be like, I don't know who Amir K is, and then come and get your mind blown. Right, and that's why the podcast is here. And be like, oh my gosh. Thank you for listening to the Nate Jackson Podcasting Network.